Welcome back. You are listening once again to the Speak Podcast with Rob, Adam, and Sip. Feels just like old times, doesn't it? It does. Um, old times, yet modern times. And this is in a weird spot, but I'll not touch it. I'm not sure if the people at home miss out or benefit not actually being able to see Adam. It's my mic. It. I mean, just in general. I think it's going just in down. general. Because you have failed, you have failed to master the operation of a mic stand that you've been using for the last six years. And I don't know how many times anyone has to tell you that you don't have to extend your microphone way the hell up to, oh my God. Yeah, I know you turned it off, but you're going to turn it. No, lifting it up is not the solution. Lower. Uh, Can, can we actually hear you? Because you're not coming through my headphones. He turned his mic off for the address. I was trying to minimize the noise. See, I was being smart. And now everything's fine, and everything is just going to be the best episode ever, and you're all going to like it, and we're all going to have fun. And after this, we'll probably hang out some more, and it'll be like, oh my god, it was so fun. I don't know. I feel like you ruined the mood. What mood? That's actually a very good question. But before it gets answered, let's move on to beer. Tonight... Beer. Mainly just to piss Pete off, we have an all-hazy episode. That does enrage me, because I'm not a hazy guy. He is not. He is not. Starting off from uh, Three Floyds, uh, Three Floyds and War Pigs, a collaboration from Three Pl- Floyds and War Pigs, we have their Foggy Geezer Hazy IPA. Before we get into it, you sure you don't want to hang on to it and sell it in the secondary market? Because, you know... Three Floyds is never going to open again. Uh, whoa! I thought you were going to. I thought before this, you said you're going to be kind of like. Respectful. I actually, <laughs> I actually hadn't read a whole lot on it. It's just the tap room, right? They I will still be still... producing. But... Yeah, probably. Yeah, I thought it was just the tap room. And no, no, still... the owners just don't make money. The employees just won't get paid. Yeah, we get it. The tap room employees. So they're. I don't know much. Don't they? Ha- do they have multiple locations, or is it just one location? Like they I keep the. I think the one tap room. They keep saying the brew pub is closing. Yes, which means I would imagine they're still making to distro. Oh, yeah. so that's going to close. <laughs> you okay? So that's going to close, and then they'll. All right. <laughs> You're fine. The pause button. Slight technical difficulty there, but um... <laughs> damn studios falling apart. <laughs> That's why we need a send us your money. We can build stuff. Yes, that's why we need a send us your money. Patreon. Or actually, you know what? We have Threadless. We'll get it out of the way. The speakpodcast.threadless.com. We have merch. Shoes. Skateboards. Shower curtain. I mean, yes, our favorite things that start with an S. They're all there. But slinky. We, we do have some cool things. We don't have a slinky. Why would you it's, say slinky? It's hard we to brand have- slinky. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, we have cool stuff. But in any event, this is on me because I had to get Scarf. some of my three Floyds rage out, and I feel I've done that. But we should probably venture back. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean so, rage? Foggy geezer. Hey, they're hazy IPA. That means super fruity old, and dank with a firm bitterness, citrus, peach, and tropical fruit aromas. Uh, created by three Floyds, Mickler at Warpigs Brew Pub, Pub Copenhagen, and brewed stateside by Warpigs Brewing USA. Style, hazy, in, hazy India Pale Ale, ABV 6.8%, IBUs 70. Do they do... What's Mickler? You grab your can. Do they do hazy things that aren't IPAs? Have you seen a, a hazy different style? Wait, hazy things that aren't IPAs? Yes. 
Like I would imagine Pilsner. they probably do like hazy pails. Yeah, that would make sense. And then there are some styles like wheat beer that are hazy by nature. It's true. And a hazy porter would just be pointless. You'd never know. Right. You have a beer podcast, huh? Well, see, this is just kind of chit-chat, banter, while you get the can and no, I've look had at it the can and be prepared to discuss the can. I'd be, I'd be interested. Oh, you want me to cut it now? I, well, I'd actually be interested to see if there were like a hazy pilsner or lager, mainly because I know that the clarity, if you go by the textbook, right, the, if, if uh, beer judge certification program, um, I think that clarity is actually a big thing with those styles of beer. So I don't know if... I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know if that's cricket. It's not going to get you medals. Speaking of metal, how about that can? I mean, aluminum, which is a type of metal, I guess. Uh, all right. So in the bottom right corner. I hate it, being factually correct. I mean, it's Sorry. circular, but in the bottom the bottom right, if you hold it like this, you have the War Pigs logo. So you got skeleton pig and then regular pig head. Then you twist it to the left. And then you got, um, it kind of looks like a, uh, kind of. I kind of get a, What's the word I'm looking for? So Japan, China, an Oriental, is that the word? Kind of like a Oriental style. Yes. Yes. An Oriental style dead guy. So like kind of like a samurai or a emperor. Uh, so he's dead and he's holding a flag. Um, and he has another, he has lots of flags behind him. Uh, so based off this, oh, and he has a silver medallion, gold medallion, copper. I don't think there's color on the can. I think it's silver and black. That's a color. Is it? Oh, well, I stand uh, corrected. So, uh, based off this, it's going to taste... Um, well, obviously, the gold kind of symbolizes a hazy taste because hazy things are gold. Um, like the desert, the sand is gold, and it's kind of so hazy with mirages. What We're going to get into hazy in this episode, but I don't think hazy in and of itself is a taste, sir. It is not. So, uh, it's going to taste kind of... Do dead people taste dank? Is dank a taste? I have no frame of reference. I would say dank might be a taste in this context, but as it relates to the deceased, All right, that, that you're guy's, on your that, own. That guy's looking dank. Um, and it might have a slight, very, very slight, where you probably can't even tell bacon taste because there's a pig head. So, uh, yeah, um, this can's not giving me much to go on. Well, I mean, the picture's like in depth, but I can't really... Maybe I'm just rusty. Yeah, we're probably good then. You're, you'll have a couple more chances, and oh, I think your second and third chance will largely be you the, the same. So, uh, isn't that a emperor? You drink the beer while Rob while Rob views. You can drink. Yeah, it, it does kind of have an Oriental flavor to it. He's not just being needlessly offensive. Not yet. <laughs> Is there ever a need for you to be offensive? Yeah. Oh well, then car washes. So this the follow ups, man. I mean the follow-ups. I didn't know. Like I, you did. Uh, I well, you, I didn't follow up about the car wash, but I wanted to know. And I'm glad because that's just a random word that came to my head that had no bearing on it. Because <laughs> if you if you if you yeah, if you ha, how about take a bearing on the beer? A beer baron? I've heard of ball the baron. beer baron? That was Homer Simpson. I think we've referenced that episode a time or two on this this podcast. Not this specific episode, but this podcast in general. Yeah. Why are you talking? With you're gonna hands? go. You're gonna go in for eight more drinks. Okay. So just get those out of the way. So then you can discuss the beer. Leave the beer barren to me. All right. Um, haziness. Um, That's not a flavor. I'm describing the beer though. Well, describe what hazy is then. Haziness is described by others 
and myself kind of as a kind of like i guess for me hazy is always kind of like a pulpy like orange juice type thing um like that's what it tastes like to me it's like uh, i'm drinking pulp or orange juice it kind of has that like citrusy um kind of a scratchiness um i also get some hops your orange juice is not supposed to have asbestos in it maybe it's fiberglass maybe it's okay when you put it in the wall and then drink it later it's dumb even for you, though. I know. Today's just not my day, or any other day we do this. Um, yeah, I get some citrus, get some fruit. I thought I just got a bit of pine, but I don't think that's accurate. I don't know if I pine. I mean, you were doing your thing, though. You are doing what was asked. Don't stop now. I mean, you described what hazy is to you and what you get from the beer. You're doing a bang-up job. Really? You're not just saying that? I'm starting to regret having oh, okay. given you any positive reinforcement. So that's, uh, I think that's it. Like there is, I almost do get kind of a floral or piney thing on the back end um, and some bitterness, got a bitter linger and that's it. I mean, that's uh, a one plus number one. Bang, bang. You screwed that up from the start. Valedictorian beer review. So super. (laughs) Juicy. Uh, Juicy definitely has those, um, those tropical fruit notes. Um, Adam, wasn't wrong. There's, uh, I'm not sure if it's piney necessarily, but there's kind of a resinous finish. Um, not super strong, but it's there. Um, doesn't linger a, a ton. You know, it, there's, there's some aftertaste, but, uh, it is, it, it's certainly not one that's going to stick with you. Uh, this one, interestingly enough, um, is pretty smooth mouthfeel wise. Um, I think it's got the right level of carbonation. You know, it's not, you, you wouldn't necessarily want this one to be super effervescent. Um, I, I think that that would make a little bit more, I don't know if aggressive is, is the right word, but, um, for, for an IPA, this one, uh, I think toes the line pretty well between the juiciness and, and the pininess. You've got kind of that, that new England, um, that New England influence with with the tropical fruits and and the citrus notes, but you also get just a touch of that kind of West Coast dank right on the tail end. It, and again, it it doesn't linger. So this is an interesting one if you were if you were kind of just getting into the hoppier beers. So this exhibits the all the same problems I tend to have with hazy beers. Because you don't like hazy, do you? Well, my first uh, two to three sips in, tropical fruit, very nicely balanced, a pleasant bitter on the end, refreshing. I don't know if I said juicy, but definitely juicy along with the tropical fruit. The issue I find with this one is when I go back for subsequent sips, I feel like my mouth just has a coating. So stuff just gets dank and muted, and then real bitter, and uh, almost a little bit bitey. It's so bitter. So that's kind of my problem. I, I enjoyed up front what I think most people probably get throughout, but I think there's just something about the haze that, I don't know if it wears my mouth out, I doubt that there's an actual physical coating of stuff that is inhibiting my my taste receptors, but that's what I feel like is going on. Yeah, there's jokes there, Adam. Good for you. Just smirking, uh, just gotta, giggling, gotta, but let's keep it there. I mean, do you want a mouth coated? Um, so now I'm going to rate this beer. And this, so it's Indiana because Three Floyds is a part of it. 
but it's also not because Merkler. We're going to allow the in-state. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to give this one a... I'll go to a solid. Um, the more I drink He'll of it... He'll give it the chipmunk cheeks. The more I drink of it... Uh, the more... I'm, <laughs> this is really hard Are every time. Are you okay? I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. Do you need help? I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to give it to you, but should I? Can, is there someone I can call? I don't know. I've been home for like 10 days not doing much, but playing video games and um, reading and watching TV and not really interacting much. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think I am. Help. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'll call your mother. Either one of them. <sighs> there it is. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid. Um, the more I drink, I kind of get a little bit more fruitiness, citrusiness. Um, the bitter is kind of going away as I... So my mouth kind of adapts, I guess. Very adaptable mouth. Probably the best adaptable mouth. Um, so yeah, solid. I think I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give this one a solid and a quarter. Uh, I I like what they did there. I like the balance. Um, you know, again, I think that there's kind of a really good. There's a really good mix there. I guess I'm going to modify a little bit of what I said earlier. Is this one probably works best? Not necessarily if you're just starting with with IPAs, but if you started more towards the juicy end. You know, if you like, say, Harpoon or or some of the the fruitier, sweeter IPAs, I think that this one definitely is a step up in the bitter department. I think that this is, this is one of those beers that I think kind of helps bridge the gap between the real fruit forward, the, you know, the like starburst juicy IPAs and the ones that even, even though they are still a, even a New England style tend to be a little bit heavier on the hop side of things. And again, certainly going further down the road towards uh, the West Coast style. All right. So I stopped drinking this particular beer much earlier on, and I'm going to take another sip to see if I still have the same thing or if it's more back toward my initial. Swirl it around. Enjoy it. Swish it. Swish it. Swish it. Yeah. Why aren't you swishing, buddy? I can show you how to swish. What you want to do is you want to take it in and then pretend it's like mouthwash. So it's a half solid. And oh. I... Higher than I thought you'd give. Yeah, and that's the problem. I enjoyed, like I said, the first couple sips more than I have any subsequent sips. So I'm trying to take that into account. But that's just kind of what the style does for me. So maybe... If you are you drinking the right one, yeah. If you find your, you might be drinking the wrong one more than I'd be drinking the right one. Maybe That's just the angle because yours doesn't look as hazy from here. But in any event, I, I don't know if if you align with my taste or if you have a similar opinion on hazies in general, maybe you'll line up with me. But I will, I will admit to probably being the odd man out. I just can't get past the the one and only note that I get on all my subsequent sips, which is just a dank bitter. So I, I'm now missing all of the juiciness and the, the tropical fruit notes that I got initially that I enjoyed. Phenomenal. Yeah. Moving right along from old nation brewing out of Michigan. We actually have two, but we're starting off with the M 43 new England IPA. That sounds like a explosive device. Right? M43. Boy, howdy. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's the first release in Old Nation's New Orthodox IPA series, M43 is designed to accentuate the deep and complex character from the combination of Calypso, Simcoe, Citra, and Amarillo hops. Citrus and tropical notes of pineapple, mango, and grapefruit come through in the huge yet surprisingly delicate aroma. The flavor backs these aromas with a soft, pillowy mouthfeel. Hot bitterness is not particularly intense, which leads to a very drinkable New England IPA even non-IPA fans will love. Oh, really? Oh, really? The haze is not from yeast, but rather from an interplay of lipids from the malted oat and oils and acids, which naturally occur in the hand-selected dry hops. This beer is a perfect interplay between top-grade malt and hops, uh, Michigan water, and brewing technique, which cannot be faked. Available year-round in 16-ounce cans and draft at 6.8% ABV and 65 IBUs. If you're going to press like that, you better come with it. Like, sincerely, you got, yeah, you, you got real pretentious <laughs> with your press. You I better mean, deliver. And using the word lipids, like, I haven't heard that word in a long time. So I better taste some lipids. Well, I guess I wasn't so much talking about the use of the English language, but you're talking about hand-picked and Michigan water that can't be substituted and these kind of things. Yeah, and then the lipid part, too. Yeah, that was also lipids, part of yeah. yeah, there you go. No, if you're gonna if you're going to be pretentious about it, you better come with a strong product. Well, the issue is, do we have anybody here that doesn't like an IPA? Well, I'm not because really you're supposed a, to like it. I'm not really into hazy, so I think if this is a hazy IPA that I really enjoy, maybe their statement would be true. So it's up to you. That's up terrifying. To you. You're looking at the back there; it's the front. You found it. I know how to turn things. Sometimes not really. Actually, that's fair. There's this like a uh, this crankshaft, right? And I uh, had an old car. You know what a crankshaft is? Yeah. No, he just knows that there is one somewhere on a car. Right, so I was opening my door, and you have to twist it to open it, and then um, the door opened. Maybe that's the window. Uh, so new and blah blah. blah. And this can uh, doesn't have much. Um, <laughs> it has a sediment disclaimer. Yeah, the sediment disclaimer has more pictures, but th- I don't think I can apply that to the actual beer taste because that doesn't matter. It's right? It tastes like sediment. So really, you got like a ivory and black can. M forty three is in black. Uh, you got like a little half circle thing up top and then you got like the Michigan down on the bottom and uh, Michigan's and ivory everything around Michigan is black symbolizing that Michigan stands alone in these times so the taste that you're going to get from this um, kind of a ivory yeah, it's not a taste what do elephants taste like trunky no this one, I don't know if I can do anything because um, that's not you, like, you're, you're I'm thinking, I'm thinking requirement is one beer word I'm thinking creamy, but that's not going to be accurate. Um, it's more of a texture, not a taste. Right. So one beer word that actually works with the can? Or just a beer word, but make it a good one. If I drop the can, it might bounce, which would be like a hop, so it'd be hoppy. Swell. All right. Nailed it. You know that it said, though, that it's not hoppy, like in the press, right? Isn't that a thing that it said it's not? I mean, put the can down. There's you, a lot of hops on the can, you've though. You've done it. No, then I failed. Uh, it's gonna taste. Which would be the same as it every other review. It just said bitterness. Oh, was bitter, not, not particularly intense. Ah. The hop bitterness was not intense. Not that it wasn't hoppy, just not the bitter hoppy. It's gonna taste like wheat that has its soul sucked out because everybody knows that it turns white once its soul gets sucked out. You're gonna have an even better time with the next can. Am I? It's yeah. gonna be the exact same thing, isn't it? I, I mean, based <laughs> off this can, I'm kind of thinking. <laughs> so now I'm drinking this one. All right, M43 in my mouth. Go. I mean, the, the simplest things are difficult. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to spend this much time with him, I might actually feel sorry. 
But what's funny is he's not even pleased with his own accomplishments. Like that to no, him I'm took stuck. a tremendous amount of effort, but he's not even pleased when he got there. No. Find joy in the small things in life because that's all you have, Adam. Small <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> You've seen it? Have you? Don't have ruin you a good it? joke. I'm helping your joke. I'm explaining it. You're about to spill beer on the mic and the couch. No, I'm not. You don't even hold things Stop right. It. Shut up. Shut up. Who, it's holds, really, who holds a cup with it tilted away from them? What do you mean? The liquid is tilted away from you. Is my hand just messed up? <laughs> oh, sh- that's maybe I'm broken. Because this feels right like this. <laughs> Let's quit analyzing. Yeah, stop looking at it. Right, start sorry, drinking sorry, right. it. God, my hand's broken. The tilt's only a problem when it comes close to the rim. Yeah, that's why I spill so much. I don't know what's going to go over. <laughs> um, Your little claw-like hands can't grasp the glass appropriately. <laughs> They're not... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm the skeleton bones. I distracted myself. <laughs> First time no, that no. happened? No, no. You had help. Uh, okay. So I'll start from the back end because that's what I had last. And then I'll work my way to the front. So in the back end, I don't get much of a linger. It kind of fades quickly. Not as bitter as the last one to me. Um, there was some linger, but not much bitterness. So that's the back. And then the front, I kind of get like a... I don't know a better word for it, but it's almost like a muted like haziness kind of like a muted it's not i don't know if the first one is just really flavorful so this kind of i don't know it's i just kind of get a muted flavor it's a muted taste all right it's probably gonna be like take 20 um it's a it's a (laughs) we got that part 18 times let's move past that slight citrus i do get some hops but Nothing seems to be really overpowering or standing out to me too much. Um, that's that's it. Like it's just it's just kind of it's just everything's kind of like meh. You am I might, messing up? You uh, try drinking. There should still be a little bit in the can. Try drinking straight from the can because we might have got we might be running into an order of operations issue here. Last time we thought that it was just Adam not mouthing good. I think it's I think it's the same. Does anybody want to drink my cup? No. No. <laughs> Don't you guys want something? not even a little? Well, but, well, and I, I, the only reason I say that is this one to me is a lot juicier than the last one. You get a lot of the tropical fruit, specifically the grapefruit, a touch of mango, um, really just kind of to round the edge off there. Uh, there's a little bit of bitterness on the back end, but Adam is correct; it does not linger very long. Um, certainly doesn't have as much of the mm. resinous characteristic that the um, the first one had. Uh, I would say, quite frankly, that that a lot of their description was was pretty much on the nose. Again, it's it's juicy for a seven percent IPA, it's approachable. I don't think that it would turn a lot of non hop heads off because again, the it comes through mostly in the juice, right? In in the citrus, in the grapefruit in the mango, uh, you know, you get those tropical, almost kind of tangy notes uh, with just a touch of bitterness on the back. So, it, you know, it's not like this guy's a monster as far as IPAs go. I, I don't know that this one would be particularly offensive to people who think that all IPAs are like, you know, stone ruination, right? I think it was different because the can has more of a grapefruity, fruity taste. Um, so if I if I base it off of the can, it's more flavorful. Um, so I get a fruitier thing from the can. And like color wise, the cups are different. 
Well, you certainly haven't had the third one yet. That one? That's not the third one. I can see the third one. I can see definitively that you have taken nothing out of the third glass. Oh, this one? But no. also in looking at that, I can tell you that that's the third beer. So I need to switch them back? Yeah. To answer your question, Adam, yes. Yes. So they weren't switched? Correct. So so it's a mind thing? Yes. <laughs> so Dope. creamy was a word they used, right? Or is that a word that Adam used in his description when he was talking about ivory? I, I, I well, either way, creamy is there to me in the mouth feel, and the coating that I was talking about in um, the Three Floyds War Pigs offering. Uh, theirs was soft and pillowy. I will say soft and pillowy then, or creamy, but the coating that I get in my mouth is like a lot more, and. I actually feel like there's viscous shenanigans remaining in my mouth. The tropical fruit in the very beginning, a touch of bitter on the end, but not as much bitter. I just, with the hazy style, I have problems picking a whole heck of a lot out other than that. So that's really kind of all I got for a descriptable. Apparently I've had this before. Most people have. It's pretty popular. I had it on September 20th, 2019. I don't know if it's particularly relevant for a conversation now. I was well, so a um, My- obviously. Normally, when you have this, it's one can per person. Uh, but you know, with with the national circumstances, what being what they are, we're we're sharing one can between the three of us. And so, I just mixed it up to get a little bit of sediment in my glass. So it's probably worth doing that as well as. That's part of the experience, right? You're not going to go out and and leave the sediment. Leave it in the bottom, so... Pour it. Yeah, you're up, though, big guy. I know. Um, so, using the outside rating, da, 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 I would give it a... I give it a sometimes. It's pretty good, uh, but I think I messed up the whole tasting and the brain and all that, so based off the can and my brain stuff, I would... Yeah, sometimes. Um, it is fruity, it is kind of juicy, um, there is no bitterness, not as much linger, so it's kind of a drink it, get all the flavor, kind of fades away quickly. Um, I think it is a good introductory uh, of the style because you don't have to deal with some of the negative aspects of the style. So um, that that is it. So what you doing, Pete? Uh, I'm going to give this a little bit more than sometimes. Uh, I again, I I like what they've done here. Um, I like the juiciness. Uh, I like again the Pillowy, whatever, I guess. Pillowy That's this. Um, I think. This one is uh, a little bit more approachable than the last one. So this definitely is one of those, if you're kind of dipping your toe in the water for hoppy beers, this is a good one to go out and find. I really actually, I like the balance of fruits there because I'm not normally a mango guy in anything. But I think that it helps kind of just round it off right at the end, um, right right as you're going through that first progression of all the tropical fruits. I think that the, the mango helps kind of take the edge off the grapefruit just a bit and gives it a real interesting, this is going to sound weird, I, I don't mean it taste-wise necessarily, but kind of in, in the experience-wise, gives it kind of almost like 
a barbecue sauce tang. It's a pretty clear transition into a maltiness and then the the hoppiness off the back end. I like the fact that it doesn't linger. It is, of, of the two we've had so far, to me, it's the more drinkable. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's going to be not always, but definitely more than sometimes. Mostly? I'm not sure that it rises quite to mostly. Almost mostly? Sure. Yay! I don't... <clears throat> Sorry, hit puberty, back. Um, I think that these style of beers kind of smell the nicest with fruit and stuff. That's all. Like, I like the smell of the last two we've had. I got to hit it with a never. Whoa! And it's... So they lied about their can. I mean, it's a pretty strong never. It's just not to my taste. I sincerely want to have more the experience that, you know, Rob is having in his mouth. The yeah, that's really good, too. Oh, thanks, Pete. <laughs> well, I get subtle bits of some of those flavors. In this one, it, it was the first sip, and then the second, and from there on, just not again. So it seems like this one and the last one, for whatever reason, like, you get it up front, but the more you drink of it, it just kind of fades? That's every hazy to me. The reaction I actually get with hazies after I have more than a couple sips it actually makes me feel ill it's really weird and i think it's just a me thing that i really can't explain probably some genetic science stuff yeah like the whole ginger what parsley tastes like soap kind of thing and having red hair stuff i don't know that uh, that exists, I, that's but cilantro i think yes that's the one not well, uh, the one thing with like white chocolate and beers whenever it's that flavor it makes me feel ill like i feel like it's like plastic so that's my yeah. that's my weird beer thing i've noticed is i can't do white chocolate i don't know if um if plastic is quite the word I'd use, like I said, I, I'm the only one who's using the word like coating. I just feel like there's a coating in my mouth and it doesn't sound like it's a shared experience. So I just think that that's really kind of odd. So like I said, I, I fully recognize I'm the outlier, but... Have you ever had a Hazy you liked? Like Hazy Jane? No. Never? Hazy Jane is... I don't think Hazy Jane is very hazy. So I, I could drink one or two of those, okay. but it, it wouldn't be in my everyday lineup or anything. I'm actually not big on Hazy Jane, but... Well, it's not super hazy, is it? I, well, that's more a flavor profile thing. That one mm -hmm. just doesn't hit me right. Um, I, you know, it's it's one of their most popular, if not their most popular beer. So Elvis Juice, to me, is... is well, and that, that is the, their number one seller. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess I'm part of the herd there. But um, It's good beer. There's a reason why why that's, as, to my mind, that that's as popular as it is. Uh, but yeah, for, for some reason, Hazy Jane has never, never really done the trick for me. Well, I brought uh, the East Coast Crush, which is supposed to be like Hazy Jane Light. So it's like a hazy beer that's supposed to be like lighter, easier drinking. Um, I We can do that in an episode, but that that's supposed to be like the approachable hazy beer that they do. Yeah, like I said, I, I know that I'm just weird about hazies. So I'm I trying. I have to say, for as, as much as I love what BrewDog does, I'm bigger on, uh, other than the Elvis juice, obviously, I, I'm actually bigger on their darker beers than I am their hoppy beers. Like the I haven't Jet Black. I haven't Jet Black. I like the uh, Radio Zombie. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I actually haven't found Aloha. a ton of the the hoppy brew dog beers that I'm a huge fan. A lot of them are drinkable, and of course Elvis Juice is popular because Elvis Juice to me is great. But I like Clockwork um, a lot too. 
Uh, see, I, that's another one that I just can't. I don't, but I don't think if people, people who kind of know Rob and drink with Rob, I don't think people would say that clockwork would be in your right, real house right. to begin with. But I think it's Elvis juice is light and refreshing. Clockwork is light and refreshing. Then you start delving into, you know, kind of their hoppier lineup. And I think you and I are a little bit on the same page. I have tried most of them, but I, it's either Elvis juice Maybe for me a clockwork, or I'm I'm playing in the the dark pool over there. I mean, maybe next time I can uh, this weekend if I can get down there, I can try to get some of the like the get the hundred and twenty five dollar beer. Thanks, guy. I was gonna say the the one that's below that. That's like the the <laughs> heavy one, like the well, it's tiramisu, but it's like they're yeah, that one's not bad. That one's not bad. So anyway, we're <laughs> we're talking. This is this is not the beer we're talking about. So Sorry. we've all done the ratings for this one, uh, and moving on. To our second offering from Old Nation Brewery, we have the Boss Tweed Imperial slash Double New England IPA. Boss Tweed is a double New England IPA with an aroma of peach, mango, and tangerine. A nice Pilsner malt backbone with a touch of Vienna provides balance and a lingering sweetness on the back end. 9.3% ABV, 68 IBUs. Does it have the hop lineup on the can? Is there Simcoe in it? Well, if I would have to let you know that, uh, Boyle Hops, Magnum, Simcoe, Citra, Mosaic, Dry Hop, Simcoe, Citra, Mosaic, Zaka. Well, I can, I can tell you the on the snoot, the Simcoe really comes through. I tried to, I tried can to. Can you tell? Can you guys it. can tell hops. Like I guess I I've, can identify Simcoe. <laughs> Excuse me. I haven't like. I guess I have never tried or tried to learn it. Pete's better at that than I am. Well, it's it's just kind of the one. There, well, Amarillo and Simcoe. And very few others have a kind of a specific taste or scent to me. Simcoe just has a very specific scent to me. Uh, while I figure something out, uh, Boss Tweed was a mob boss, right? Or what was Boss? No. Oh. He was the head of Tammany Hall in New York in the middle 1800s, I believe. He's not the guy who invented tweeters? No. No. He was, I, I want to say it was like the 1840s. 50s, 1860s, and in fact, if I... Was he I, bad or good? Well, he was just an old school politician. So oh. Tammany Hall at the, at the time was the essentially the Democratic club, which um, ran the Democratic politics of the city. And if I remember the story right, kind of the, the pinnacle of his career, they were building a new either state capitol building or courthouse... And at the time, remember, this is the 1850s. It was budgeted at like $250,000, but he was, the machine was was so graft heavy, right? That Boss Tweed was, was, quite frankly, so good at stealing money that the budget ended up finally ballooning to $12.5 million. Wow. Back then? Back then. If I've got the story right, I think it's, I think it's the same guy. That seems like more money than gold yeah. would exist. Yeah, back like then. I was gonna At say that's like rate. we're gonna have to sell Earth, guys. <sighs> that's why I have aliens. Okay, boss tweed, uh, exact same thing as the other can, except that the boss tweed part. I don't know why I always except you mean the M forty three part says boss tweed. Except the boss tweed part <laughs> um, is the gra- the font the the words are painted in tweed. And like kind of like a pattern compared to the M43, which is just straight black. I don't think there's any tweed on the can. This one has a... Is that tweed? What do you call that then? I mean, tweed Flannel? is a material. Well, it has that... St- uh, there's a different style. So based off that, it's going to be kind of a multifaceted uh, 
complex. Um, you're going to get multiple different flavors, kind of light flavors, dark flavors, hoppy flavors, creamy flavors, oat flavors, um, azaka, malt. So yeah, yeah, because uh, because I mean that's what Tweed does. So yeah, that's that's key. The multiple different gets me every time. Multiple different. Those words are synonymous. Multiple various different. Well, is not that necessarily synonymous. They're not synonymous, but to me, they mean kind of the same thing in context. So multiple different various plethora of flavors. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Really driving it home. <laughs> Wait, they cancel each other out. I need one more. Yeah. So. He was a little bit later, apparently. He was elected to the United States House of Representatives in 1852, New York County Board of Supervisors in 1858. Uh, Same year, he became head of Tammany Hall, New York State Senate in 1867. Um, Tweed was convicted for stealing an amount estimated by an alderman's committee in 1877, at between, I, I assume this is over his entire political career, uh, a committee in 1877 at between 25 and 45 million <laughs> from New York City taxpayers through political corruption, although later estimates ranged as high as 200 million. That just went to him? Well, so to speak, like he just stole it. He embezzled, he bust tweeted that as they Well, and, and I'm sure that a lot of that went to, uh, because that's how the system worked, is a lot of that certainly went home with him, right? You know, that was, he, he took which, samples which home from work. Which one of his work. homes? Uh, right. But um, I'm sure that also a lot of that was used for bribery and, you know, patronage jobs. and th- Because that's how you became a, a big city political machine guy back then, was you controlled what jobs people got and how much, who got contracts and how much money they could get. We and, call that lobbying, Rob. What do you mean? Pretty much. Uh-oh. He's got his perplexed face on. That's my usual face, isn't it? I'm always confused. Nah, I'd say you lean more toward bewildered. That's yeah, that's, it's just, it's like a child seeing it's, a shiny thing for the first time and thinking, oh my God, what is that? Or Ellen Grant at Jurassic Park. But the, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I like how you acted that out <laughs> for our benefit and you can't get your glasses back on your face because of your headphones, No, no, I got me. No, shut up. No, perplexed. It actually sounded like it looked like you had a thought in your head and you were working on how to best present it, which is abnormal because you don't have thoughts. That's true. I don't. I just steal others. What's what's the soulless equivalent, but for a brain? like Brainless. Brain dead. Yeah, but there has to be a word for it. Brain dead. Vegetable. Thoughtless. (laughs) Damn it. Dumb. (laughs) Idiot. I mean, there's a lot of words. <laughs> like, why was this a struggle? There should be a word specific for you. But then thoughtless is like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Are you thoughtless? <laughs> I'm getting there. All right. So this one, uh, I get some fruit, some juiciness, some slight haze up front. Um, it kind of fades quickly because I think that's the dryness part where, um, to me, whenever something's dry, it's kind of like up front heavy and then just bam, it's gone. Um, Scow. Dry pretty much means not sweet. Oh. It, I, it has like an actual meaning. To because, me. Because it's a word. But, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Words guess, mean things. Words mean things. This I, is why we use them. But I guess like dry style to me. Dry style? <laughs> <laughs> you go in dry style. Um, so yeah, if I, if, taking this dry style, like, so that means to me, I don't know. To me, I mean, <laughs> for the fifth time. Spit it out, man. No, I'm going dry style. <laughs> so it like fades faster. Like it just, uh, 
that for whatever reason, that's the distinctive thing I get that's from a dry beer. That's not what dry means. But I'm just saying that's what I get from dry beers. Just <laughs> call it an atom beer if it finishes fast. Oh. Um, so you can definitely tell that this one is a double. Um, it's juicy up front, but pretty quickly moves towards the funkier side of things. Um, you've got, obviously, a lot heavier West Coast than the 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 other two beers. Interestingly enough, despite that, there isn't really uh, a whole lot of linger on this one. Again, it's it's there a bit, but certainly doesn't linger like, you know, we mentioned it earlier, like a Ruination or, you know, like a King Sue, which, which both of those tend to kind of hang around with you for a bit. It's also probably, for that reason, more approachable than those. It's still got plenty of teeth. It doesn't have as much bite as you'd expect, clocking it at almost 10%, but it's... Um, the juiciness and the hops kind of add their own kind of aggressive flavor there. Nice little malt, you know, malt hint kind of grounds it, I think, a little bit. Gives it earthy's not the right word, but I don't think bready really is either. But it it, it kind of helps kind of helps to balance things out. So yeah, definitely of the three we've had, this one certainly skews a lot more towards the West Coast than the East. I get. A very brief, very brief bit of citrus, and then very sharp bitter, and almost a touch of a boozy burny finish. Boozy burny finish? Mm-hmm. You know how, like, it's it's mostly the sensation. It doesn't taste like I'm drinking a barrel-aged anything, but it's very abrupt, almost, uh, like I said, I get a good bit of of citrus, but very briefly, and that it very, very quickly goes into bitter. You sound like me. Go on. Well, and I, I don't know why I think sharp because it's, it's bitter and it's real strong there, and then there's a little, a little bit of a sting. Well, what I'd say is, is maybe not so much alcohol burn, but because again, you know, I, I get a, a decent amount of fruit right at the start, but it's more again your grapefruit heavy and, and all that. But um, the finish, and actually, really, even the linger. To me, doesn't strike me so much as alcohol is like, and Adam used the term earlier, like orange juice, like that citric acid kind of, um, you know, and sharp is probably the right word because citric acid is what they use to make things sour. Not that this is sour, but this kind of does have like an orange juice or a, a grapefruit or like a citrus juice finish that almost, again, reminds me of that acidy orange juice feel, not necessarily taste. And this is the thickest mouthfeel to me. It's the most viscous, but I can. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, no, I'm sorry. I was, I was. I don't know if that's slowly scratching my you, neck. I didn't mean to be I, seductive really, about it. You're the one making fun of other people rubbing themselves on this show. <laughs> I, rubbing is the word we're using. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I don't rub myself nope. on the show. <laughs> this. I would say, don't say it. Just don't say it. Stroke. Oh, so this would be the closest in mouthfeel to an orange juice, as Rob was talking about, and actually viewing it that way, I don't know, helps me mentally a little bit. But Like to enjoy it more? Maybe just a touch. If I try and reframe it, not think of it as a beer, but more of a juice. But for whatever reason, I still get the feeling of a mouth coating, but it's not as bad with this one, which is entirely the opposite of what I thought it would be, because this feels the most viscous. 
I kind of get um when you started talking about like the citrus and stuff. I kind of this one is kind of lingering on the lips more. Like I kind of get that citrusy burny thing Com- compared to the other two we had before this. There's like that. Well, linger- this one uh, definitely. Sorry, I, I mean not to cut you off, but that won't stop me from doing it. Okay. So this one definitely. This is almost a beer that you have to chew through. I mean, this is it is texture wise or. I guess not texture-wise per se, but... Um, Profile? Well, body-wise, this one's chewy, right? That's And it, it almost does kind of leave that syrupy kind of after feel, I guess, which is weird because normally I don't much care for that, but it's not necessarily unpleasant in this one. I'm almost getting more of a... I don't want to use the word sour, but the more of it I drink, the more kind of like that that... What you feel it in the kind of the back of your mouth, kind yeah, of yeah, kind of like, like the lips the and kind of in the back, reaction? like it. I don't, I is there something like tart? Not is tart like lower than sour? Well, I think tart it's is a technically bit, different. I think tart is a bit more fleeting and more of kind of a a little sensation. I mean, slightly a, sour, maybe. I don't know. Like I, it's the more of this I drink, I'm getting different stuff as it goes on. So if I had to give it a rating, which I guess I have to, so I will. You're being held at gunpoint. You must rate. <laughs> no. I'm going to give this one a... Between a sometimes and a mostly, so a often. I think that's between. I give it an often. It is good. Like, it. it's interesting. I'm getting different things. It's complex. Um, it's not... It doesn't... Re- like, it doesn't taste like what I thought it was going to taste like. I kind of like that there's a little bit more citrus and sourness for the style. Um... And I, I mean, and for and it does not at all taste like nine point three. So like, if you're looking to, you know, drink beer and not notice the percentage, like this one, I I I don't get nine. Couldn't you just drink beer and not read it, so you don't know what the percentage is? Wouldn't that be a way to not notice the percentage? I know how to read, Pete. I know how to read. Let me, let me show you. See this animorphs. We talked about this before the show. Animorphs, animorphs is amazing. You should all read it. I'm halfway done. There's oh, the series. Several books. It's not just the one. Right, I'm halfway done with the series. How long have you been reading them? Because those are neither long nor difficult books. <laughs> but you also said Animorphs. Everyone should read it. I just felt I, said I them, should specify. I nah. Oh, am I just dumb? Great. So I will give this Rob, a... Um, you can borrow them. I will give this a mostly. I, I like what they did here. I I like the juicy. I, I like the bitterness on the end. I like that just hint of malt in the middle. Um... What I what I really like is that, at least for what we've had on the show, you know, not pretending to be great experts, uh, which you'd know if you'd made it this far into the show. Um, I mean, you guys are. I just bring the, the I bring the average down. You guys are experts, but like I'm so bad that nah. shut up. Okay, I was just trying to help you guys. Great. But, okay. Stop. Don't stop, ever do that again. Stop helping. Yes. Yes. Please, God, yes. Don't uh, ever help again. Now I have to not help. It's going to be so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't like imagine I'm, like what I'm will doing, happen. Like I'm doing right now. Yeah, right now. Helping. Sit back. Sit back. There you go. Ooh, this that's nice. the... <laughs> well, that's just because that pillow has molded your scoliosis. It's so... <laughs> what, I, what I really like about this one is that, especially kind of when you get up into the double IPAs, a lot of people are going like extremely fruity and extremely juicy or, you know, just the, the crusher, you know, hot bombs. And this one not only is, is complex, 
but I haven't had a lot like it in that it very much kind of gives you that, again, orange juice, you know, citrus fruit juice taste to it. Um, it's juicy. It's got the hops and the bitter, but, you know, it's it's almost kind of like real orange juice, which has sweet and, and leaves kind of the syrupy, sugary um, after feel but also has that tang to it, has that citrus bite, you know, leaves just a little bit of a scratch at the back of your throat. Um, Acidic? I don't know that I've really ever had a lot like this one. So definitely, you know, this one ain't for beginners, but um, if you're if you're even halfway into hops, give this guy a try, because if nothing else, it's very interesting. I know I'm both obnoxious and stubborn, and stubbornly obnoxious. I would have never thought that of you. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Oh, starting now? Starting for a while. Then, now, maybe forever. Who knows? But, that aside, I'm still at a never. <laughs> no, I know. It's not, <laughs> it's not just because i So much I'm, build up for nothing. <laughs> it's not just because I'm... Is that what Beth says, too? <laughs> like, so much build up for nothing? Uh, it's not just because I'm trying to be does, cantankerous. And it, it's really, I mean, I'm on the record saying it's not my style. The mouthfeel um, is interesting. It's neat. I just, the flake. I think neat sounds very, like, demeaning to the beer. I don't use neat as a demeaning word. It's oh. It has a unique mouthfeel that is different and unique, which I find to be kind of neat. But beyond that, I kind of discuss the simplistic flavors that I'm able to pull out of it and kind of to the degree in which I get them. So it's not an overly pleasant experience for me. And I struggle with it because it's a style that's very popular and I want to to find one that I like to, again, have the same mouth experience that my peers have. But this one just wasn't there for me. I, um, I used to not like hazy beers at all. Um, and it was only in the past year or two that for whatever reason, something switched, but I used to hate the style, thought it was terrible. I think Indiana city is when I started to get more of an appreciation of it. Like, I don't know if you've tried their hazy beers, but I feel those are really good for the style. I certainly, I don't often get them, but I've heard good things about see. But I mean, that's what, sh- that, that is personally what made that's me what changed the game a- for you. Don't yeah, it did. Like it, it made me start to appreciate the style and it was like easy drinking and complex. So you should go there. You know, here's the interesting thing. Not that I did a ton of research before this. From what I understand, hazy isn't technically a true style, right? That there's not there's not a BJCP guideline for hazy IPAs because really, you know, hazy just means any IPA that's hazy. It's it's cloudy and it's because of obviously the ingredients that they use and that's so that's, I guess that's the interesting discussion is right now people kind of get to play wild west with that word, right? Hazy is whatever anyone wants to say it is because there isn't really a, an agreed upon definition. Um, now, of course, us in this room, because that's kind of the most prevalent, at least around here in Indiana, hazies tend to mean the juicier IPAs, you know, a little bit more New England stuff, but not always, right? You know, but. Definitely the cloudier, almost kind of chunkier New England style IPAs. But that's, to me, that's kind of the interesting thing is that people talk about hazies like hazies have uh, a Merriam-Webster definition, right? And 
I think we're kind of all, this is the interesting part of it. We're all kind of in the middle of kind of crowdsourcing that definition, right? I, I think that the market's eventually going to land on, this is what a hazy beer actually is. But right now, since you can pretty much do whatever you feel like and call it a hazy. Yeah, you're just pretty much going to have whatever vessel in front of you with a good bit of sediment and a beer that is not clear, that is hazy. And that's kind of why I asked, you know, I you don't see hazy other styles. And some of that is, well, yeah, obviously there wouldn't be a hazy stout and a wheat by itself is kind of hazy. But yeah, I think you're right. You can take a lot of liberties here, but the kind of the, the constant to me is what I presented. You've got a beer with sediment. It is not clear in appearance. And I'll be darned if it's not just a similar coating of my mouth each time is the only thing that I can say is a constant. Kind of like, like an oily or what's the... Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot like that. And it's at first I thought it was because of the, the lactose that um, the first hazy or two I had had in it. Uh, well, it must be the lactose. And I'm finding that, no, that's not it. And one, it was really funny. I was at a brew festival. Maybe not so funny for others, but... I was talking to people who just had terrible breath, and I could not figure it so out like for the a negative, life of me. Like... And then I talked to a brewer. Oh, it was just bad, but that the terrible breath is what I've been smelling. And he goes, oh, man, if you haven't had this yet, and it was what he was pitching to everybody, and it was as hazy. And I took a sip, and I, oh, my God, that's what I'm smelling on everyone's mouth. So I asked him kind of what he did, and and it wasn't lactose or anything else, but I'm thinking, holy crap, that's really weird, but people love it, because I keep smelling this on everyone's breath, so they're really enjoying the beer, but I'm thinking, I taste in my mouth now what I'm smelling from you, so I don't, his was definitely unique, people enjoyed it, but it wasn't your your typical ingredients, it was hopped all to hell, so you can kind of do whatever you want. And apparently well, and I I'll think still that there's, it. like you said, I think that some of it, there's some some kind of process of elimination there, right? Is that you're not really going to have, like you said, your hazy dark beers necessarily. The lager styles of beer tend to be known for their clarity, right? You know, again, at least if you if you go by the textbook, your wheat beers are cloudy by nature. And so what's left? Right. You know, in the broad scheme, obviously there's a ton left, right? Oh, right. That's, I mean, but in the broad scheme of things, you've pretty much got the IPAs out there, which, you know, can be, and clear is kind of a relative term with IPAs, because even the ones that aren't hazy aren't, you know, like Miller Genuine Draft Golden necessarily, you know, that's the, um, but so yeah, I just I I just think it's it's interesting to see how it will evolve as a style. Um, I want to see a hazy Rauk beer. I think that would be fun. Figure it because out. that to me sounds like if I, I could make a Rauk beer more viscous. To me, I'm interested in that. Make it. I don't have the ability to make a good Rauk beer normally. That Man. takes a level of skill that I'm confident I don't possess. Opinion is lower and believed in you. Maybe I could get an ESB. Ooh, Is that up? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But there's going to be nothing extra special. It may Is just be a, a doorbell. That was my phone. Oh. I thought I had it on mute, and um, I broke one of the... It is on mute. What is it doing? I don't even know. It must be super important. Nah, it's junk mail from ladders. 
if anyone wants to give me a job because ladders isn't doing it. I mean, I can give you a ladder. I have to buy one, but I'll give you one. So he can't give you one. No, he cannot. Not right now, but like tomorrow, maybe. Well, no. maybe Saturday. No. I don't have ladder buying time. Well, yeah. You don't have ladder buying money. I can buy a ladder. How much is a ladder? More than you'd think. Even a and st- also more than you have. I have a stimulus check. I'll use, I'll use my stimulus money. I'll buy you... So Trump will buy me a ladder. I'll buy you 12, <laughs> I'll buy you 12 ladders. Well, technically, we will all buy you a ladder. You have bought yourself a ladder in some small infinitesimal part. We all win. That's a lot of syllables. And lose. That's kind of the high point. Infinitesimal? Yeah, that's a lot of syllables. For this show, that's probably a lot of syllables. So are we done? Well, where do we go from that? I don't know. I guess I have to buy you a ladder now. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) that's what we're ending on. Oh, everyone, will you you take a step stool? No, Adam owes me a ladder. Just so you know, I have three of them at home. I don't know why I need another one, but you said you were doing it. Well, now you owe me a ladder. You have three... there's three of us. <laughs> you owe both of us a ladder. What? This isn't communism. Yes, it is. Starting now. <laughs> do, do the thing. Good night. <laughs>